Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Monday here on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 and streaming live on our TV 10 Facebook page. Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us for this Monday edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. We're happy to have you with us today. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about in the NFL world last night. Uh, we'll uh, we'll start off with some local news though, because this was big news broken kind of slowly on Twitter Friday evening until around six thirty seven o'clock. We really got more clarity on the informa- on of clarity of information on it, and that is that Shepard quarterback and twenty twenty one Harlan Hill Trophy winner. Tyson Bajant has entered the NCAA transfer portal. Initially, everybody was kind of kind of going ballistic here because, wow, he's leaving. What? He just won the Harlan Hill Trophy. They just named a scholarship after him. But uh, our friend Rick Kozlowski at the Journal kind of got more information on that, and big shout out to him for being able to do so. It's not as it seems. Uh, you obviously got to read. We all three read the uh the journal article, but he's quoted Tyson Bajan is quoted as saying, I'm not going anywhere. Me, my grandfather and my father wanted to see if there's anything out there. Quote, I love Shepard too much. I'm staying at Shepard unless coach Saban comes chipping away. So not a lot to take in there beside the fact is it's just a fact finding mission. Yeah. But, uh, but the fact that he didn't kind of come out and say anything, and everybody kind of had to track down the story is kind of where everybody was kind of confused in the very beginning. Yeah, because when it originally broke, you saw people coming out with articles and just making statements, hey, WVU's interested, hey, Marshall's interested, is he going to go somewhere else in the state? But when you actually look at this uh, journal article, he says that he's not really interested in a mid-major program. He just wanted to see what offers he could get because, as you've heard of and it's understandable for him because of his level of play. A power five team is his dream. Yeah. And probably going to the NFL is part of his dream. Yeah. D2, it's kind of hard to get to the NFL. So you see why he wants to kind of open the door and see what, see what can come in. Yep. He's only in the transfer portal. He said for two weeks, he's just testing the waters, see what happens. And even though he's saying he's not really interested in a mid-major program, if there's a scholarship or something, I would not be surprised if he does leave. No, and, you know, Coach uh, McCook was quoted in the article saying, quote, Tyson did a good job, great job of communicating to me what his intentions are, and I understand and support him 100%. Quote, I'm going to wait and see how the process played out. And me not knowing exactly what the process was, not knowing what it was all about. I even kind of maybe throw smoke into the fire or whatever timber, whatever the phrase is, uh, because I tweeted under the tweet that I tweeted that he has been in the transfer portal. I said he could be a target of the FBS programs in the state of West Virginia as both herd football and WV football, either 2021 quarterback, their starters enter the transfer portal this week. So, that was purely speculation on my part, but that was just stating facts that he could be a target of them because he's in the state and both of these teams are now looking for a starting quarterback. And I could maybe see if WVU were to call, that would make a lot of sense. Even to extend Marshall, I think, would make some sense. Now, it doesn't give you a great chance to maybe make the jump to the NFL at Marshall, but there certainly has been quarterbacks to do it. I mean, Chad Pennington, Byron Leftwich. Uh, two of the the bigger names well and we really don't know what marshall's doing in the fall of 2020 they need a veteran quarterback yeah but i'm talking about conference wise they haven't officially announced there's been rumors that the guy the teams that are going to make the jump but either way they're a group of five school at the end of the day um and i don't know if he wants that but like if it i mean i don't think it's just lsu or alabama like because alabama has bryce young so they're not going to call for tyson bajan not that I think they would really call anyway. Um, and that's no disrespect for Tyson. I just don't think he's, you know, somebody that would be on their radar. 
and same thing probably goes for LSU, but if like a D1 school is looking at you, especially, you know, somebody like Colin said that would be considered a pretty good program, even if they are a group of five team, I could definitely see him making the jump. But if not, uh, you know, it would make some sense for him to stick around at Shepard. Obviously, he's a local kid, and that's a big part of why he went to Shepard, and you know, he's had a ton of success there. So either way, we'll see. Hopefully, he sticks around at Shepard for their sake. But for his sake, I do wish him the best, and uh, I think that opportunity to play at the uh, – FBS level would be a great opportunity for Tyson Bajan. Well, and you kind of don't know the clarity of his comments when he so in the article by Rick Kozlowski it said he indicated that he would not be interested in going to a quote mid-major program and emphasized that his preference is to remain at Shepard. Does he say mid-major program by referencing the group of five or by referencing FCS? Yeah, that's a good point because typically mid-major is a basketball term. It's not yeah, really a football that's that's kind of where it's kind of confusing. But that could just be the words that he used and or the words Rick chose to re- use in the article. Yeah, that I might mean, not be a direct quote. Yeah, I mean, who knows exactly what the words are? But all I'm saying is that you never know. And I, you know, I think the whole Coach Saban thing is kind of maybe just to make people worry less. Maybe he, you know, he probably really doesn't want to transfer he probably just wants to see what he can get like what schools are going to offer him and he has two years no he has one year. he has one i thought he had two okay no that wvu article was incorrect it is one year left uh because i was looking it up i was actually talking to rob about this texting him on friday evening about it because i was kind of confused because i was like but he's like so shepherd 2018 2019 2020 you get the year back 2021 he was a junior so his year back came to be a junior so 2022 he will be a senior okay but i would assume that technically uh kind of making the assumption here i don't know i haven't talked to him but you would think that technically he'd go in as a grad transfer uh by the assumption of it's it would be his fifth season in football Mm -hmm. so i don't know that school yeah i don't know that for fact but that would kind of make sense to me because then if you go as a grad transfer, you're immediately eligible. Yeah. And plus that would be one year of eligibility. Like, no questions about it Yeah, if you're a grad senior. So now we'll just have to wait and see what he does. I don't know. I haven't really heard if there's anybody uh, coming knocking already in this transfer portal. It's only been a couple of days, but and I, know I don't is... know if a big SEC school like he mentioned in the article would be – interested in him or not but he has the talent to go somewhere if he wants to yeah and i know currently play very well in this year i'd love to see him in blue and gold west virginia wise but i'm also okay with seeing him stay at shepherd i know currently he is in san jose california his dad posted this excuse me on facebook last week tyson arrives friday this was last week on january 5th tyson arrives friday in san jose california for five days of training now we will see what's up. That may also have to do with him entering the portal because you don't know what kind of scouts are at this. It's called the locked-in retreat. Um, uh, Division One quarterbacks there include uh, Brady Cook out of Mizzou, uh, Terrell Pidrum out of Ole Miss, uh, Parker McGuire, a former UCLA quarterback, Emmett Moorhead, Boston College, Alex Grado, Ole Miss, Flynn Collins from Arizona State. So there's definitely some power five con, you know, uh, power five quarterbacks in there. So that may be part of him entering the portal this week to see what he may have technically had to enter the portal to go. I don't know how that works, but just the fact that he's going to one of these may be part of the re, you know, it may all be connected because there may be scouts there from other schools. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look more of uh, that almost combine type deal up yeah and definitely i think that this uh you know this was definitely big news on friday evening and it took until late friday night for everything to come out and uh you know i definitely think that this article by rick kozlowski clarifies a lot of what people were initially concerned about yeah because when i the first time i saw it it was on one of the like sports fan websites for wvu that he uh transferred and i didn't see a source and i also went on tyson's uh 
Twitter page to see if he made any comment on the issue, and maybe that's where it broke, but I didn't see anything, so it was a uh, weird breaking and development throughout the evening. Yeah, it definitely was, but we'll keep you covered on that. I, I, you know, the presumption of what he said in the article, you got to take that. So I, I, I definitely think this is just to see where he could go because, you know, obviously as a, as a kid, you want to make it to the, the highest level. Yeah, and I, I think he has the talent to do it. You know, I had speculated maybe that he would enter his name, so I, I didn't. I wasn't necessarily surprised by this move. No, I mean, we kind of speculated that just because he wants to make the NFL. That's every kid's dream. Yeah, and that would give him the best opportunity to do so, especially for a quarterback. It's very hard to make it out of D2. Sometimes you'll see a lineman, but yeah. those are even rare too. So. Yeah, I mean, Shepard had a guy a couple years ago, I think, you know, make it to the practice squads of teams, so... That's something to look There's out a kid for. Kid from was drafted like in the fourth round as yeah. an offensive lineman. There you go. Uh, segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. When we come back, we'll talk a little high school basketball before we're joined at twelve thirty by head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Coach Derek Basile. So we'll do a quick segment talking about high school basketball, and then we'll come hit another break, and then we'll talk to Coach Basile. That's next. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The right attorney can make all the difference in the outcome of your case. I called Sutton and Janelle, the best lawyers you could ask for. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. 70 years of collective legal experience, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, and mediation. Sutton and Janelle got the most favorable outcome I could have expected. Visit Sutton and Janelle's new historic location, 224 West King Street in Martinsburg. Online at suttonandjanelle.com. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. They value your rights and are passionate about your success let's go drink some beers mountaineer grill and pub conveniently located right off 81 at 214 mid-atlantic parkway mountaineer grill and pub offers many daily specials including happy hour 11 a.m to 6 p.m with two dollar domestic bottles and 250 domestic drafts monday night is trivia night thursday night is wing night and wednesday and sunday night is steak night let's go drink some beers mountaineer grill this is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. We're back. Yes. The one, the only Bob Huggins show. The most unique coaches show in all of the world. Here we go, baby. Catch the Bob Huggins show every week, live from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill from 7 to 9 p.m. on your home for Mountaineer basketball. Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix for your Monday, January 10th. Sorry about that. Uh, Spencer Puenick versus Lee Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. We'll talk a little high school basketball here before we talk with head coach of the Musselman Appleman at 1230. Uh, we'll kind of just look around at the EPAC schedule right now. It's definitely, you know, we talked about it last week, you know, COVID definitely, COVID and weather have definitely changed a lot of things. Uh, but we'll start with Hedgesville, currently 7-0. and They had their game with Martinsburg postponed from Friday. I believe that is now 
February 9th, I believe, is the date. Somewhere in February. Uh, I have it written down exactly. Yeah, postpone. That's February 9th, 7.30. We'll have that broadcast at his Martinsburg at Hedgesville. Uh, but they're 7-0. and They get back on the court tomorrow night playing Jefferson. So a battle of undefeated team 7-0, and 5-0. That should be a good contest. Yeah, it really should. I mean, those are two of the best teams in the EPAC. Again, we haven't seen Hedgesville yet this season, um, but we've seen Jefferson a lot. And it, again, it's two different styles. I think Hedgesville is the type of team that can give Jefferson some issues because they do run a different tempo, and obviously they run it very well at 7-0. and So yeah, that should be an interesting matchup. That's an early maybe preview of two of the better teams or the two top teams in the EPAC at least so far this year so and that should be a good game yeah and that that might be the exact polar opposites of uh game style Jefferson has the high-powered offense where they like to shoot quick from beyond the arc and everybody around here knows how Kelly Church likes to run his team and Hedgesville does it well they keep the ball possession wise and only takes shots when uh it looks like that the percentage wise of making it is the highest that they can get during that possession and they'll hold it out for almost an entire quarter if necessary yeah definitely i think that's something that you could you know look forward to when it comes to all these games is just to see kind of where uh um excuse me sorry about that i was reading a text uh, you know, it's definitely to see where both teams are. But, yeah, Kelly Church-led team, they'll definitely do that and uh, definitely will be hard for another team to do so. Um, uh, and then tomorrow we'll have Washington hosting Martinsburg. Martinsburg gets back on the court after some COVID cancellations and other kind of postponements. Uh, but it definitely that should be a good one as well. Yeah, Washington a, one and two, I believe they didn't play a lot, but they uh, the last game they played was the eighth against Petersburg High School. They got a sixty one fifty nine win, but prior to that, going in zero and two after the Clear Spring High School tournament got canceled. So definitely for them, happy to get back. You know, after their Spring Mills game last Monday got canceled. So yeah, it's our first look to at this Washington team this year, and we've seen a decent amount of Martinsburg, and I think an important game for both these teams for martinsburg obviously you know been a little bit since they played and uh kind of a slow start but have picked it up as of late but still have a lot to clean up i think heading into this game and for washington they haven't really had a chance to play a lot of games early in the year so it'll be interesting to see what kind of team they have this season and, and see how competitive they can be with some of these epac teams because i think while martinsburg record wise hasn't been good as some of these other teams i would still say that you got to put them in the running because their talent clearly shows they just haven't really played to their talent i think and i completely agree and it shows because they are on a three-game winning streak now yes they started off 0-2 but it was against uh arguably pretty good opponents not opponents that you're gonna see around this uh state they were down in hilton head and played teams from what was it tennessee and georgia Georgia. and then the win was against a team from florida or no savannah georgia savannah Savannah, georgia Georgia. okay so as i said this team has or as nick said the team has the talent they just need to figure out how to put it all together and when they do that it's going to be a dangerous martinsburg bulldog program one other team we kind of want to talk about is uh spring mills we saw them on saturday night um, against Musselman. That game's supposed to be Friday night, but we ended up seeing it Saturday night due to the postponement because of school cancellation. Uh, they were without, you know, the, basically their star player thus far, Keyshawn Cheek. Yeah, and it clearly made a difference in the ball game. Uh, we'll talk more about that with head coach Derek Basil. But Musselman, you know, played tough defense and made it tough on Spring Mills the whole night. A lot of turnovers for them. Um, but in terms of Spring Mills, I still think they – you know have a good young team and if they have cheek it's probably a different game uh i, I don't know who would win in that scenario because it completely changes the way muscleman's gonna play and everything changes uh with a player like that either being on the court or not being on the court um but 
clearly a, a young team with some good fight in them and just kind of ran out of gas late because they don't go very deep, too, yeah. which is a concern. They get back on the court tonight, I believe, at away at Fort Hill. So they're playing, you know, the home-and-home home portion of finishing their home-and-home home schedule with Fort Hill tonight. So they got to put that game away fast. And what Spring Mills really struggled with, from what I saw, was uh, the almost, I wouldn't say full-on press of Musselman, but Musselman, when they met him at midcourt, the trap it was yeah traps that led to bad passes and muscleman capitalized especially uh jordan holmes on the transition yeah definitely and uh we've got to hit the break segment sponsored in part by orsini's home store not just an appliance store any longer cabinets and designer bedding outdoor living it's family owned and operated and located at 360 Wilson way in martinsburg you can go to orsini's.com for more when we come back we'll be joined by head coach of the Muscleman Appleman that got a victory over Spring Mill Saturday night. Uh, Derek Basil, that's next on the Sports Mix. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. WV Medicine is now offering a new robotic-assisted platform for minimally invasive biopsy in the lung. The ION system by Intuitive allows pulmonologists to diagnose lung cancers earlier and less invasively than ever before. With the ION system, tissue samples can be obtained from hard-to-reach areas of the lung, resulting in earlier diagnosis of smaller nodules and better outcomes for patients. WVU Medicine, the future of surgery is here. From opening night to Super Bowl 56, don't miss a second of the NFL's biggest season ever. Hi, this is Kurt Warner of Westwood One. Join our crew each week for the best primetime NFL action. Thursday, Sunday, and of course, Monday Night Football. Listen to the NFL's brightest stars on Westwood One, the exclusive radio home for every primetime NFL game. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Since 1877, Farmers and Mechanics Insurance Companies have proudly supported our local community. Farmers and Mechanics has the insurance products to meet your needs, including home, auto, farm, dwelling fire, business owners, and umbrella coverage. Please contact your local independent agency for a review of your insurance needs and ask for a policy from the company that knows you best. Farmers and Mechanics Insurance Companies, just off Edwin Miller Boulevard on Administrative Drive in Martinsburg. FMIWV.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Block here. And a turnover. Schaefer finishes. Musselman leading 45-37. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Puinick, Virgilini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. We're now joined on the phone by head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Coach Derek Basil. How you doing today, Coach Basil? Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me. We're doing pretty good. And you guys able to get that victory 49-39 on Saturday night. Uh, you were out uh, due to COVID protocols prior, but coming into this game, you're able to coach your team, and your team came came out on top and played pretty well in the final moments of that game. Yeah, I thought so. I thought Spring Mills did a real nice job. Uh, you know, they they made it tough on us uh, on the offensive end, but I thought our uh, our defensive pressure was really good, and we were able to create some turnovers and then get some easy ones, and they able to pull it out. 
Coach, what did you uh, like out of your, your defense throughout that game? Um, obviously, they didn't have their point guard in Keyshawn Cheek, but you guys were able to really do a good job of forcing turnovers and uh, getting points in transition. I thought we were really active. I thought we um, used our length really well. Um, I thought we moved when the, the ball was in the air. We were moving. Um, we were anticipating very well. And then when we, we did get the turnover, we, we converted on the other end. So that was that's just as important. And it was uh, led by guys like Jordan Holmes and uh, Wolf and a couple other guys, especially long down low. What is it having those guys being able to step up each and every night that gives your team an advantage going into EPAC conference play? Well, I think that's. I think you said it. I think our balance is, is what's really important. We need the balance. Um, we know Jordan um, has a good knack to score the ball. He does a really good job. But um, we need we need good solid play from Trenton uh, to get people the ball. We need Connor and Gordon, um, you know, and Troy Wollaston to um, you know, be effective inside to kind of to kind of free everybody else up. So the balance that we have on the team is really important. And you talk a little bit about Trenton Wolf there. He, he's definitely kind of like a true point guard, but he can go up and get your rebounds when necessary, almost five rebounds a game. What does that mean for you from a, you know, a guy that is tr- playing a true point guard position? Yeah, Trenton's not afraid to get in there and mix it up. Uh, he does a nice job on the board, especially for uh, playing his position and his size. Uh, so he'll go in there and get three or four rebounds, and he does a lot of things that um, you know, he does a lot of the intangibles. So um, you know, he's a real important part of the team. Coach Gordon Schaefer also has provided some good scoring for you as kind of a a secondary option behind Jordan. Um, what do you, what do you see out of his game? And as a senior for you, um, you know one of the many leaders that you guys have on this team. Well, I think, yeah, I think you, you said it. I think Gordon has, has really stepped up his play. Um, he's doing a nice job of taking what the defense has given him. When he, when he has a lane, he drives it. He's a big guy. He finishes pretty well around the basket. But he's also done a – he's really improved on the defensive side of the ball, and he's really rebounded the ball well. So, you know, uh, you, you kind of he's kind of does some, some things. that you, you look, he's kind of silent. The next thing you know, he gets 12 or 14 points and six or seven rebounds. So, you know, he does a, he does a nice job out there for us. Looking at your uh, schedule right now, Coach Basil, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, but uh, you guys haven't played in a away game yet, so how has that helped uh, always having home court here to start off this season? No, you're right. Uh, tonight's our first away game. We go to Sharando. Um, of course, we were supposed to play over in Hedgeville Mixer that got canceled. So we, we have had a nice uh, – you know, we've kind of eased into it. It's, it's kind of nice to be at home, uh, being, you know, in, in your comfort level. Um, but it'll be a test tonight going on the road for the first time. And really the back end of our schedule is mostly away games. So, you know, it's kind of – it's good for now. But, uh, you know, as we get to the latter part of the year, we're going we're gonna to be on the road most of the time. And you talk about your schedule this week. Uh, it hopefully kind of lays out the way it initially had been laid out. You guys have uh, three games this week, uh, tonight. Wednesday and then Friday so obviously kind of that's kind of going to be the the norm going through the rest of the season uh what is it going to take this week for you guys you know not having had that many games in a week so far well I think it's uh you know rest um you know our, our prep time's not as good we really didn't have a prep day practice for the Sharando game so it's good they're kind of familiar um so we don't have as much time to, to prep for teams so I think right now at this point of the year we prep the best we can, rest the best we can, and just get ready to play. That's a, three games in one week's a lot. So, so our kids got to get their rest and, um, you know, and be ready to go for these three games. So what have you seen uh, out of Sharando so far, and what are some things that you'll have to do to get a win tonight? Well, you know, we beat Sharando in a pretty good basketball game a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, Sharando's got some length on their team. They got some, you know, they got some big guys. They got some guys who can shoot it. Um, they're an athletic group. Um, you know, they really shot it well against us the first game, made seven threes in the first half. So, we, you know, we have to, uh, you know, limit their opportunities, their easy stop, you know, shoot, make them shoot a lot of contested shots and rebound the basketball. You know, if we do all those things, that's the thing we talk about all the time. If we do those things, we'll give ourselves a chance to be successful. And, you know, as a coach, you really don't look forward. But as people that, uh, you know, as media-wise like us, we can look forward. So the third game this week against Martinsburg, definitely going to be a tough game, but it's a, it's at home for you guys. 
Yeah, that's been a switch. That was originally scheduled to be an away game. So it's, it's a home game for us um, against a really good Martinsburg team. And the, the game, us and Martinsburg, is always a good game. It's always tough, hard fought. So obviously looking forward to that game, but, um, you know, really, really concentrating mostly on tonight. And tomorrow we'll concentrate on Preston. And then, um, you know, I never like to look too far down the road, but it's always exciting for the kids. Well, there goes uh, my question because I was going to ask about that Preston game, but if you don't want to look further down the road, (laughs) I'll ask about uh, everybody healthy and good to go uh, tonight for this game against Sharando. Well, I think everybody's healthy. uh, I don't think we, we have we have we don't have any injuries right now, and I think everybody is, is healthy. Uh, you know, we don't have any sickness right now, so we're always uh, constantly keeping our eye on that. So I think we we'll have a you know full a full complement of players tonight. Um, so we're, you know we'll, we'll we'll see. You never know when you show up at the gym. Now you never know. Also, forgot to mention that we are uh, very happy that you're back and healthy on the court and uh, able to coach as well. Glad to see you there uh, on Saturday. Well, thank you very much. It was it was hard watching Tuesday, so I was very happy to be back. All right, Coach Basile, thanks for joining us, and best of luck this week, and we'll see you Friday. Hey, sounds great, guys. Thank you. See you Friday. That was head coach of the Musselman-Appleman boys basketball team, Derek Basile, and we'll be at that game Friday. Nick and I will have the call. Uh, but big week for them, and kind of hopefully everything kind of lays out the way that the schedule wanted the two in a three-game week, as he mentioned, is going to be a tough one. But they got they have a lot of those coming up. Yeah, and as you get later into your season in high school, typically you start picking up more games and you start having uh, – you know to get used to that kind of three game week yeah, because early in the year you have your tip-off tournament then you have the christmas tournament but there's usually a pretty big break in between those and obviously in between christmas and your next game there's going to be a decent break so you know then you start to pick up the season and now it is that time where you get you know three or four games in a week sometimes so it's something you have to adjust to but um it's not anything that's too new at least for the guys that have been around and have been around the program. So it's an adjustment, but it's good to get that here early in the season still and uh, a good opportunity for Musselman to get some quality wins or at least play some quality opponents this week. Um, you know, we're looking forward to that Martinsburg game. I'm sure they are as well being a big rivalry, but they got some other good challenges on their schedule. So uh should be a big week for the Appleman. Yeah, and that's what I was going to add that even though it's three games this week and they probably aren't weighing it like we would here with media and what I'm about to do for them, every game matters. But when you really look at it, only one of these games is an EPAC game for them this week. The other two are Shrandu's out of state and then Preston, who is farther up north here in West Virginia and is struggling. So you've really got to focus in that Martinsburg game because that's really what's going to come down to hoping, uh, even though it's a region one, not a section one now in the class 4A, helps you possibly with uh, some seating possibilities come sectional time. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, looking at their schedule coming up, so we mentioned this week with Coach Bastille, Sharando at Sharando tonight, home against Preston Wednesday, and we'll have the game against Martinsburg Friday. Then next week they play Broadford and Christian Academy on Monday. Uh, they're That's at home, then away at Washington, then home versus Hedgesville. So that'll be a big week. You got Washington and Hedgesville in the EPAC. The next week to close out um, – to close out January, they'll only have two games, but they'll be away for both of them. First at Hampshire, then at Jefferson. And then the first week of February, they only have – or yeah, they only have one game, it looks like, the first week of February. Right now that's against University. Uh, second week of February, they go back to uh, – or they have two games that week. And it's Washington at home, away at Hedgesville. 14th, 16th, and 18th will be another three-game swing, away at Broadford and Christian Academy at Martinsburg. And at Spring Mills, the 18th of February. And then they'll wrap up the schedule with two away games, uh, February 23rd at Lincoln High School and February 24th at Morgantown High School. So definitely a tough way to end the schedule before sectionals, which start March 4th. Um, But definitely going to be a tough schedule going down into it. But that'll make a better towards sectional play. It definitely will as they, you know, progress throughout the season. Like we said, you know, th- this is when the season starts to heat up a little bit in terms of 
the amount of games that you're getting to play and of course you're playing uh conference opponents so um you know these are all big games i think you want to build that momentum heading into friday this week even if they are non-conference games uh if you can get some momentum heading into a game against martinsburg that will be you know pretty important and obviously a big rivalry as well yep we'll have to keep an eye on that game tonight to see how uh musselman does since we're not covering it tonight gotta gear up for you guys at least for uh tomorrow's game between martinsburg and washington so yeah definitely and that does it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online if you don't like it or they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more we come back we'll talk some wizards and capitals and then get into the nfl to close things out next on the sports mix this is eric from hagerstown ford i want to thank you for your continued support of helping hagerstown ford's efforts to be number one in the region as we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal i want to recap why hagerstown ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle number one we have the best prices from winchester virginia to washington dc from hershey pennsylvania to baltimore maryland i assure you price will not be the reason you don't buy from hagerstown ford number two We have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. Yes, she covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's Hawks. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. It's time to roll out the carpet and bring on the Mountaineers. It's time to fire up one of the most electric atmospheres in the country. One on two, takes it to the bucket, layup shot, good, and a foul. It's the Bridges with the shot clock expiring. He hit it for three. It's time for West Virginia basketball. Takes the ball toward the basket, pulls up for a jumper and win. It is no part of the action at the WVU Coliseum. Tickets are on sale now at WVUGame.com. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. We're now accepting new patients at all four convenient locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, and Winchester. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. We're back. Yes, the one, the only Bob Huggins show. The most unique coaches show in all of the world. Here we go, baby. Catch the Bob Huggins show every week, live from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill from 7 to 9 p.m. on your home for Mountaineer basketball. Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your January 10th, 2022. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices. They're located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer Puenig, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin here closing out the Sports Mix on your Monday. Uh, We'll talk some Wizards and Capitals first. The Capitals, though, they played Friday night. And uh, they fell badly 5-1 to one against St. Louis. And then on Saturday, uh, same thing. They fell this time in the shootout 3-2 to two to the Minnesota Wild. So not a good weekend for the Caps. They'll be back at it tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, do we have that game on the schedule? I don't even know. We may have that game on the schedule. Let me double check. Uh, January today is what? What day is today, guys? Tenth. The tenth. I didn't have your mic on. Sorry. No. Tenth. Uh, we will have that game tonight against the Bruins. That's a seven p.m. puck drop, six forty-five pregame show. Um, but obviously, Caps need to get back in the win column. Yes, it's been uh, too long. It was a because they had a break, uh, had a long short. break. Yeah, last True. week. Uh, obviously that, but uh, it's not going to be easy tonight against the Bruins. No, but it's always nice to beat Boston. It is nice to beat Boston, uh, but it's going to be hard to beat Boston, that's for sure. I believe that game is at Capital One Arena tonight. So, I think so. Didn't yeah. you say that your sister's going? Probably. They Her boyfriend's a Bruins fan, so they probably are going. Oh, man. I'm going sucks. with them the, to the April game, so I'm hyped for that. And it's a Sunday, and it's like a 1 o'clock game in April on a Sunday. Perfect. That's perfect. So I can get back here in time. Uh, Dmitry Orloff uh, is in COVID-19 protocol, though, so that's not going to help the Caps. I saw that. I was just reading that off as I got the news. Didn't see that. Uh, But now let's transition a little to the Wizards. Uh, They played Friday night as well, and I believe they lost as well. They Or no, yeah, they lost to the Bulls 130-122, so that's the second time in a calendar week they lost to the Bulls but they played last night and they won and they got uh, they got some reinforcements back. Rui Hachimura made his season debut last night. Yeah, good to have Rui back. Uh you know, he didn't play great, but what would you really expect when he hasn't played? He only all played year? 14 minutes. Yeah. Scored 6 points. I believe 3 rebounds and one assist. Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, he joins that quite a log jam at the forward position with him kuzma bertans so they have a lot of kind of small forward power forward guys uh that can play and play well um i think his return kind of got uh overlooked though last night from somebody else yeah and, and who, who's somebody else clay I, thompson I, oh yeah <laughs> well a little bit better We're not player right clay i'd say clay thompson that's why i said he got overlooked favorite. yeah um but good to see Rui back um also you know, didn't help that certainly will will help moving forward um with this wizards team and maybe you know they get him back they can get uh thomas bryant back start to get this team healthy you know they have a lot of players <laughs> that are decent i'm looking to go see them play here in two weeks possibly but that's against you a gonna, uh, Boston team that I want Boston to win. You oh, no, I'm going us? with a, another buddy of uh, mine that wanted to go. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, you could always get your own tickets. It's not like I'm paying. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, the, try. the Wizards improved to 20 and 20 on this season. So stick around that 500 mark. And if they could do that and then they get, you know, Thomas Bryant back, that could definitely be a, be a huge lift. Yeah. Or even they have like a bunch of guys that are decent. Like they could make a trade potentially now but who for who like well that's the thing nobody's really available right now that would be of quality but maybe in the off season i don't know i don't know but uh the who wants to go to washington nobody so the magic had a with boston the magic had two shots to force overtime uh but bradley beal and kyle kuzma got a pair of blocks to close the game Kuzma had a career-high 22 boards in addition to 27 points as the Wizards out-rebounded the Magic 54-42. to uh, 42. Uh, Here's the thing, though. They barely beat the Magic by yeah, two points. That's true. Magic are terrible. Uh, the Wizards will open them a season-long eight-game homestand Tuesday night when they host the Oklahoma City Thunder at 7 p.m. Uh, so they're going to be back in action in D.C. for eight straight games. Good. It's another winnable game. Yeah, definitely. And you got to find a way to win that one. 
Yeah, well, now let's transition to the NFL. And before we talk NFL, uh, Westwood One's memorable moments of the Super Bowl. We're going to air that right now. Nick, you have the picture ready? All right. I'm always ready. All right, three, two, one, and we're going to air it. Westwood One presents memorable moments in NFL postseason history. Super Bowl 55 between Kansas City and Tampa Bay. The young gun Patrick Mahomes versus the greatest quarterback in NFL history, Tom Brady. The Chiefs were trying to become the first team to repeat as champs since Brady's Patriots did it 16 years earlier. But on this day, Brady and the swarming Bucks defense proved to be too much for KC. So they're going to have one more snap, and that will be all she wrote. He goes to a knee after getting it. How about this? In a world turned upside down by pandemic, in a year where everything has been different, one thing remains the same. Tom Brady is a Super Bowl champion again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl 55 champions, led by Tom Brady. His record seventh Super Bowl title, and the Bucs became the first team to ever hoist a Lombardi trophy on their home field. That was NFL from Westwood One's memorable I playoff that moments. Even so long ago. <laughs> it was just last year. Was he the, was joking. That was the trick. Yeah. I could tell, Nick. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not but, even the one that lives with you. <laughs> Both those teams will be in the playoffs this year. Uh, but before we talk about the playoffs, we'll talk about the game that you heard right here yesterday afternoon. Washington defeating the New York Giants 22-7, to ending the Washington football team era with a win in 7-10 and on the season. I believe they are, what, 14-19 and in the Washington football team era. Mediocrity at its best. Uh, Taylor Heineke, mediocrity at his best, 9-18, of 18, 120 passing yards, no touchdowns. Uh, but in the first quarter, very first drive of the game, he did something that really needed to be done. Get Terry McLaurin 1,000 yards, and he had four catches for 93 yards on the day, and he got over 1,000 yards. Uh, so that's back-to-back years with 1,000 receiving yards. <laughs> 93 of the 120 yards went to Terry. Yeah. Jared Patterson. That game was just bad uh, yesterday. Then Jared Patterson had two catches for 14 yards. Yeah. Antonio that, Gibson that game had a was catch hard to five. watch. It, it was honestly. very much hard to watch. Happy that Washington won. Antonio Gibson. Uh, 21 carries, 146 yards, averaged uh, seven, and he got a he got a score as well. Happy for him. He also got a thousand yards. Yes, extend so first, Gibson, extend Terry McLaurin, yes. please, Washington. Uh, first time uh, since 2014, it might have been uh, since two since a duo of a receiving 1,000 yard and a rushing 1,000 yarder on the Washington football team. Uh, when that last happened, it was uh, Adrian Peterson. No, the duo, the duo. Oh, duo. I was trying to name the duo. The duo, Alfred Morris and Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson had 1,000 yards with the Washington? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot he even played there. (laughs) Yeah. But that wraps up the Washington football team era. They will now be named the Washington, insert your favorite name here, or wait until February 2nd. To figure you like that admirals? Out. I like commanders. Added or commander. That's I think the one commanders gonna be, right? is going to be. I don't know. Been That's leaked all week. There's leaks of uh, the people's sh- team, which the shirt senators or don't something. do. Please, uh, Washington senators. Yeah, but I got I got to talk about it though. Yesterday, I think we finally found a kicker. Yeah, Sly. Is Joey good. Sly, three for three yesterday. Well, I don't know. Uh, Hopkins made it when he needed to for the Chargers. He barely made one of those last night. Just saying. Speaking uh, of that game, that was insane. We'll get to that here momentarily. Just want to wrap up the Washington football team. We got four minutes. Uh, yeah, we got four minutes. But uh, definitely They've been wrapped up, man. Yeah, they they're wrapped up. They'll return next season. <laughs> Seven and ten. Uh, but now we'll focus on the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend, which you can hear every game right here. Talk Radio WRNR from Westwood One and from the Steelers Radio Network. Saturday Bengals at Raiders at Bengals. Uh, that's four thirty. Then at 8:15 Patriots at Bills Sunday Eagles at Bucks 1 p.m. 49ers at Cowboys at 4:30 p.m. 7 or at 8:15 p.m. the Steelers and the Chiefs uh, which you can hear from the Steelers radio network and first time ever a Monday night wild card game Cardinals at Rams uh, but to get where we were last or to get to today we have to talk about yesterday a lot of things happened that were crazy and that weren't expected the Jaguars beat the Colts which basically needed to happen for all of this to actually happen the way that it happened for everything to transpire the way that it needed to transpire um and you know nick you kind of mentioned that last week about the last time the colts actually beat the jags in jacksonville 
yeah, I believe now it's five straight years that the Jags have beaten the Colts in Jacksonville. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of expected, right? Yeah, and Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz is, I don't know what happened to him yesterday. He did not he's play just not well. Clutch. They needed to run Taylor more, it seemed like. It seemed like they tried to get cute with Wentz, and it's like you have the best running back this season in the league. I think Henry's probably still better overall, but obviously he got hurt. Um, and they just didn't give him the football, I felt like, enough early in that ball game because I had it on in as my other game that I was watching. Obviously, I was watching the Ravens and the Steelers, which didn't really go well, but it didn't really matter for the Ravens because Miami won anyway, so they would have been out of the playoffs. So I'm fine with them losing and getting the 14th pick, personally. Yeah, uh, but, you know, the Steelers had to win yesterday. Steelers or Ravens, whoever won that game, had to have one team lose uh, last which it night. Did for the, oh, last night. Okay, sorry. which was definitely a questionable thing that happened last night because yeah, the Raiders were up big and then the Chargers made the comeback, went to overtime, and we could have had a tie to end the season last night. Yeah, yeah, and it was two seconds away from being a tie, but the Raiders decided to kick a uh, field goal, and I can't remember their kicker's name. Daniel off the top Carlson. Of my head. Daniel Carlson. He just Carlson. got he got in a huge extension during the season. Oh, I believe well he deserving fantasy, because he, was my he hadn't missed at the uh, stadium in the two seasons, so well, he I mean, came it's up an clutch. Indoor stadium, so it's not hard. Uh, it's, it's to Still, it, it it's possible. I <laughs> it mean, is yes, but consistency was key. And Chargers go home now. I know Sorry, the, Mike. Yeah, I know Mike's not happy. He was <laughs> right before we went on the air. He came in, poked his head in, and talked about it a little bit. Uh, but definitely sets up an insane week of uh, Super Wild Card Weekend coming up. He can join us three on the couch to watch the playoffs with our teams. <laughs> and Rob's the only one ha- has his team in the playoffs. Uh, but definitely he can play the Chiefs though. So. Yeah, but Big Ben's retirement goes another week. Uh, you know, it's fixed for Big Ben. They're winning the Super Bowl. Just like it was fixed for Ray Lewis. Yeah, and Jerome Bettis. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was fixed last – I thought it was going to be fixed that they were – both teams last night were going to go to the playoffs, and I was not going to be happy about that. Uh, Waiting to funny. do my sports report that aired this morning on the news. Uh, but that does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to uh, Muscleman Boys basketball head coach Derek Basil for coming on. Uh, for uh, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Dupuy saying so long, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. listening to the Panhandle Leader in Sports Coverage. Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740.